ladies and gentlemen, to another thrilling edition of You Wouldn't Get It. Connor McPartland alongside Young Brother and co-host Aiden McPartland said, people, Aiden. Hello. Aiden, it is December 3rd of 2019. Wow. It's like the end of a decade. Well, it's funny you say that, because in 28 days, it will be the end of a decade. Oh, my goodness. It will be the end of the 2010s, and we thought, wouldn't it be fun if we reviewed four major categories involving entertainment that occurred in the 2010s. In our opinion, of course. In our opinion, of course. Are you up for it? I'm up. All right. Well, then let's start off with top ten. <coughs> We're going to be coughing a lot in this. We are. Yes, I have a very bad cough. Let's start off with top ten actresses of the 2010s. This is, in our opinion, the top ten actresses of the decade relating to their acting, um, their their uh, their mo- global influence, and their the, stardom, their, the things that they've done. Yes, everything. So, Aiden, why don't you kick us off with number ten? For number ten, I had Saoirse Ronan. All right. Here, here's why. We only really did see her like globally in the latter half of the decade. Well, she was nominated. With Lady Bird. For atonement in the in the earlier in two thousand seven, right? Yeah, but I mean, like when she became a household name in the entertainment world. Well, no one in any household can say her name. Sour shoes, Ronan. It's so funny seeing people try to pronounce her name. It is so Cerise Ronan. But in like Lady Bird, that really kickstarted her, and now she. How many movies has she been in since then? Just two. Since Lady Bird, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Little Women mm. is her, the first movie she's doing since. Well, no, she did Mary Queen of Scots last year. And I feel like most people, as soon as they heard she was in it, was like, "We're watching that." Little Women and Mary Queen of Scots, like, oh, that, oh yeah. that's probably gonna be good. Yeah, and also with Grand Budapest Hotel, well, she, she gave a very underrated performance. I felt in that she did. It wasn't a very big performance. Yeah, you're right. And here's the thing about her, too, is that she's so far in her career is really, besides Brooklyn, which she was really— Oh, yeah, she was in Brooklyn. She There's was another Brooklyn. reason why she got an Oscar nomination. That was nomination her second Oscar nomination, which she was flying solo in that movie. So far, she's really been built in an ensemble. She's found ensemble films, Mary Queen of Scots. She's side-by-side side with Margot Robbie, Little Women. She's encapsulated with— Emma Watson and Laura Dern and Meryl Streep. So she's really found these movies where she gives great standalone performances, but she's also found her ensemble. Yeah. She's always worked with Greta Gerwig most of the time. She's, you know, Timothy Chalamet, she's working with a lot. So. Yeah, that's why I had her as number 10. I feel like, even though it was in like the latter half, mm-hmm. I think that she at least deserves to be on it. All right. What's your top? What's your number ten, Connor? In your opinion, uh, my number ten is Melissa McCarthy. <clears throat> Going Sorry. in to this next decade, the state of the comedy film is in a very interesting place. Yes. Going into the two thousand tens, we kind of just entered the Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill era. Of we, just we just got Hangover. We just got the Hangover. Even though none of those people really brought us an era of comedy. Maybe what Zach Alfanakis for a little bit. Yeah. Certainly not Bradley Cooper. And now I, I think we left that era about midway through the decade, probably 2015, 2016. It seemed like we had left that era. 
in these past three years, the comedy film has just been lost. There's not been. It's either it's just a dramedy, yeah, really. Yeah, there's, there's no straight not up been comedies. A critically successful and box office successful yeah. comedy that has come out in the last three years. Good Boys maybe got the closest this year because it exceeded expectations that uh, Labor Day weekend and like critics, it wasn't as successful as The Hangover critically praised or anything like that. So it will be very interesting. A lot of people blame it on different things. Some people blame it on our more politically correct culture and the fact that uh, an audience can really ruin a movie. We just saw it with yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. They worked how many years on that movie? Said it's coming out this November. And they released the trailer. And Twitter was like, we don't like the way Sonic looks. And they were like, okay, we'll push it back three months and we'll work on it. I don't think, though, that's the main fault of it. I think it's the fact that we don't have comedy actors. We just have actors. I think this year proved that we had a lot of actors that were switching from comedy to drama. Yeah, we did get a lot of those. We did get a lot of those. And I think Melissa McCarthy is a perfect example of it. She went from being the lead on a really bad Chuck Lorre sitcom called Mike and Molly. Oh, what do you mean bad? To being a breakout star in Bridesmaids, giving a performance where very few times in your life you go, that person is going to rule the world one day. She got an Oscar nomination. She got an Oscar nomination for it. And then there proceeds to be in the heat, an identity thief, and spy, and all of these really good comedies. Does she have some duds in between? Yes. Life of the Party. Tammy. Every person has. But in the same year as Happy Time Murders and Life of the Party, she came out with Can You Ever Forget Me? The perfect example of somebody who has mastered comedy and drama. She stars in Can You Ever Forget Me? gets an Oscar nomination she was, she for a was dark, amazing. dark performance in which she plays a character unlike any character she had played before in her career. Just a horrible woman. Yeah, it was It was good. It was very, very good. That's and interesting. I wasn't really expecting uh, Melissa McCarthy for some reason. I, she, and, and she's gotten to the point in her career now where people either love her or they hate her. It's proves the double standard that there is in comedy. It's the same with Amy Schumer. These two women can make like one bad comedy movie and all of a sudden they're considered unfunny. And then you have Adam Sandler who makes like five bad comedy movies in a row and it's, well, he was really good in Happy Gilmore and he had that one really good movie. It, it just shows the double standard that there is in the comedy business. Adam Sandler, by the way, another example, this yeah. year getting Oscar buzz for a dramatic performance. Despite the fact that he did not have a good decade, I well, think. Yeah, he he won't be. Spoiler, he won't be on my list. But, all right, who is your number nine? Give me a minute. My number nine is Sandra Bullock. Interesting. Can I just say, I had her as my number nine, and then I switched her out. Really? Yeah. But go ahead. Well, Let me hear. Okay. I think the reason why is because she did have, like, she won an Oscar in 2010 for Blindside. So that's a great start to the decade. Film released in 2009, but she won the Oscar yes. in 2010. So great beginning for mm-hmm. her. And then she was in Gravity. And I'm, I think there was something in between that. But I, but Gravity, Yeah. everyone, no matter if they liked it or not, they were like, Sandra Bullock, that was a good performance. 
and she was in Bird Box. I, I do. Not many people really liked it. But same. according to Netflix, fifty million people watched it, and she was amazing in it. She couldn't see anything. She could for most of the movie. Well, she could see. She just had a blind person, and she was great. So that's why I had her as number. Why did you switch? I out. switched her out because oh, and also she was in Heat. The Heat with Melissa McCarthy, and she was. I think that was the other one. She was, was so of. funny. She was. She, she was that's really like an example movie. of a dramatic actress who can also go into comedy. But that's like even, like you can kind of see a little bit of her in Miss Congeniality in that performance, but it's also like skyrocketed to a more comedic level. Yeah, I think like not that. I mean, she was incredibly funny, Miss Congeniality, but there's a little more sarcasm to her performance. And, like, she plays a little bit of a straight man yeah. in that movie. So I had her <coughs> – excuse me, sorry. Just coughed right in the microphone. I had her at number nine. I actually had, like, a th- four actresses that I wanted to put in here. And she was one of them, and I was going to stick with her. And then I looked at her IMDb, and it was kind of laxome this decade. She did have Blindside, which came out in 2009, in fairness. But she, but she won, won the Oscar. Oscar in 2010. She had Gravity. Ocean's 8, by the way. She had that oh, yeah. in 2018. She was probably, I'd say it gave the worst performance in that movie, or at least the most dull performance out of, but that just shows you the yeah. ensemble that's in that movie. So I wanted to put her on the list, but I just thought she wasn't in enough this year okay, to put her on the list. That. So my number nine is Scarlett Johansson, who became the highest paid actress in Hollywood for... She's been it for three or four years in a row now. And she is really a great example of an actress who's just being in everything. Because she's known, I think she's most famously obviously known for Black Widow. The trailer was just released for the standalone Black Widow movie today. But every year that an Avengers movie would come out, she would also do some other drama movie, whether it be Don John, whether it be her, whether it be any of these movies. She was she was also proving some people could just blame her and say, well, you're only famous now because you're in all these big blockbuster movies that make over five hundred million dollars. But she proves being in these small indie movies and she's a really good actress, too. And she had a really great year this year with Endgame. And Jojo Rabbit and Marriage Story. She's finishing yeah. out the decade, hitting a stride. And I think the fact that she became the highest paid actress um, just helps her case. Absolutely. Who's your number eight? My number eight is Brie Larson. Interesting. Wow. I do not have Brie Larson on my list. Spoiler. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was hard, but I did not have her on my list. One word room. That's what it's called, or is it the room? The room is the Tommy Wiseau. Okay, I was just making sure. I always get those room two. is. I always get those two mixed up. And like you saw the movie, right? I did see the movie. Yes. Is that like one of the best things you've ever seen? It it certainly was one of the darkest things I've ever seen in my life. And in terms it was, of her performance. Yeah, and it was it was a really 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 good performance. Now I was debating whether or not to put her on because like, in terms of like big movie, she wasn't really in that many. But then Captain Marvel mm-hmm. just skyrocketed everything. It made seemed. over a billion dollars at the box yeah. office, seventh highest grossing Marvel movie of all time. 
and it just seemed like there was no. It doesn't seem like she's gonna stop anytime soon. No, like she's just starting. Well, this is yeah, this is her moment. Even though she's been in show business since she was a kid, yeah, she just turned thirty, and it seems like this is when she's on. Wait, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. That's okay. Because I'm doing ASMR. Um, this really does seem to be her moment. Yeah, it does seem like she's gonna just go up. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Very similar to why I didn't have Sandra Bullock on my list. While she was in more this decade, she didn't have quite as many hits for me. Glass Castle, Kong, Skull Island, they were a little lax. Free Fire, you saw that. I loved Free Fire. Free Fire was really, really good. Um, And, and, you know, I'm sure that she she probably would be my 11. Like, she would probably barely get in. I just put Melissa McCarthy in just because I thought, that she's like she came out of this decade. She came out of nowhere and then became the best, like most recognizable comedian, comedy icon. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, Brie Larson is going to be iconic for Captain Marvel, but I just want—I thought a comedy icon got in there more. All right, is it my turn? Yes. My number eight. The only time I will ever have this actress number eight on any list is Meryl Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep ended the decade. With four Oscar nominations and one Oscar win. Now, you may be wondering, why does that not put her at number one on this list automatically? Well. She's been in show business for a while, right? She, well, the performances that she's gotten nominated for. I saw The Post. I saw Into the Woods. I have not seen The Iron Lady, for which she won the Oscar. And then there was another one, Florence Foster Jenkins. I haven't seen that either. They were okay movies. Into the Woods, I think, might be an example of Meryl Streep getting an Oscar nomination because she's Meryl Streep. Yeah. A lot of people think a that 100% way. 100% from Into the Woods, yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of people think that way about The Post. I thought that she was really good in The Post, um, so I think that she deserved that Oscar nomination. But some people think that this decade she's she's now just getting them because she's Meryl Streep, and she hasn't really given an incredible performance yet. That just shows you how used to this we are yeah used to her giving performances it's like james harden going out and scoring 60 points in a houston rockets game i don't know sports and everyone not going he should be the mvp he should win the mvp every year but he's not going to because he does it every night and we're so used to it now at this point same with meryl streep she had an incredible decade four oscar nominations and one oscar win should not go under the radar that's why she's my number eight Okay, yeah. I, I kind of do agree with you, like, relatively. Because number seven, I have a- Amy Adams. So, because she was just in so many stuff. She was in so much stuff. She's, it's like one of the bigger things in the first half was American Hustle, right? Mm-hmm. She was in that? Yep. Big hit. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved her in it. Didn't she get an Oscar nomination for Golden um, Globe? I think so. She got one of those, too. And then she does Arrival, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies ever. She gave one of the best performances I've seen. And then Sharp Objects, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. Yeah. But have you, haven't you I seen saw it? it? Yeah, I thought that she deserved the Emmy over Michelle Williams. She's like the person who can just do anything. She was in Muppets. That's why she was also she was in, in the that's Muppets. her best. I don't know why you didn't bring that. Yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know that's why you didn't bring it up. Either. Decade. She she interacts with Muppets. She They're interacts not with living Muppets. creatures, and yet she makes that work. Yeah, 
Come on. What other actors can do that? No one. No right. one in Muppets Most Wanted or the other 60 Muppet movies. But that's really the... She just does anything, it seems. And I feel like that kind of deserves being on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number seven is Saoirse Ronan. Won't oh, spend too much time okay. on this, but I do think that she just skyrocketed and is having an incredible career right now and one of the greatest things well i guess i'll save that for later but it's just so exciting to watch her now and give the performances that she's giving she's super funny in interviews um she's super young she's like 24 so you know you'll be seeing her for for many many years to come but i agree with everything you said having her at number 10 i just don't agree with you having her at number 10 Number six? Yep. I had Meryl Streep because she's Meryl Streep. Okay. And pretty much the same reasons you mm-hmm. you had her on the list. She's Meryl Streep. She got four Oscar nominations, one win. Her first in, like, 30 years, Since I would say. Sophie's, Sophie's Choice. Choice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really one of the reasons why I had her on my list. Okay. My number six is Kate Blanchett. Oh. Okay. I shocked you a little yeah. bit there, didn't I? I fell in love with Kate Blanchett this decade. I think she's a phenomenal actress who got nominated for two Oscars, one for Blue Jasmine, and then was in a very competitive year with Jennifer Lawrence for Joy and Brie Larson for Room. And I would have hated to be in the board that had to vote for that because I love all three of those performances. But her performance in Carol is breathtaking it's an incredible movie and she is just incredible in it <coughs> and come on Ian. I'm sorry. and she uh proved her her comedy chops in oceans eight and the house with the clock in its walls your favorite oh movie gosh, of the decade actually, it was good i'll say that it was and possible. then where'd you go bernadette doesn't look like a good movie she looks good in it though she looks like she's given a pretty good performance so i i just i She's such an esteemed actress at this point, and she's also really overlooked, I feel like. We don't bring her up when we talk about the greatest actresses working in Hollywood now. See, I'm going to ha- – when you said that Sandra Bullock is probably the weakest part of Ocean's 8, I might have to say just Kate Blanchett. You think it's Kate Blanchett? That's yeah. interesting. I Just, just because – it's like she didn't really do a lot in the movie, and like Sandra Bullock was clearly like understanding that this was like not a very serious role, mm-hmm. you know? And Kate Blanchett was, like, taking it seriously, it seems. I guess I just had never seen Kate Blanchett do a con- – well, I guess I did see, like, plot of Steve Zissou. But in fairness, I didn't know that was Kate Blanchett when I first watched it. Or when I watched it the last time, I did not know it was her. So I just didn't see her in a comedy setting like that before, and that really surprised me. I had seen Sandra Bullock in, uh, you know, Miss Congeniality and The Proposal, and, and she just didn't give that same – God, imagine if Proposal movie. came out this decade. She would have probably had I the biggest would decade. Have, I would have put her on number nine if the Proposal had come out. It was just a year off. <clears throat> number five? Yes. We're on number five. I have Nicole Kidman. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Big Little Eyes. I literally just saw one episode, and I was floored. For <laughs> Did you watch the pilot? You showed me the pilot. Oh, that's right. We all watched the pilot together. And okay. I was yeah. just floored on, like, everything in that. And that's really the main reason. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my number five is Amy Adams. Okay. I will say that she, this decade, worked with such directors as Paul Thomas Anderson, David O. Russell, 
Tim Burton, um, and uh, Adam McKay. I know for a fact she did everything this decade. She was in the she was in the blockbuster superhero movie. She was in the small indie movie. She was in the political film, and she got I feel like a lot of Oscar nominations. Oh, too. she did, yeah. And, and she, that's one of the reasons why I'm going to say that she does deserve to be on every top ten list because at this point people are just calling her the next Leonardo DiCaprio because yeah. she's never won. Yeah, she is one of the most overlooked actresses in Hollywood. I would say she's more overlooked than Kate Blanchett in my opinion, just because we don't think of her in terms of how many big things she's been in. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially this last decade. Absolutely. One, two, two Golden Globe nominations in a row, by the way, or one, two <coughs> Golden Globes in a row. Number four, I I changed this person. I originally had her as number three, and then I and then you said, like, why is she number three? And then oh. I started thinking about it. So then I pulled her back one. I have Viola Davis. So this is the only – he read me his list. This is the only list, though, that he read to me, and I was shocked when you said number three. I did move her back because, like, in terms of the next three actresses, the, like, the next three are some of the most recognizable human beings on Earth. Mm -hmm. Viola Davis, she ha she has a How to Get Away with Murder. Yep. She wins an Oscar for Fences. She wins an Emmy for How to Get Away with Murder, too. She wins an Emmy. She has an Oscar. She needs one. Oh, she needs a Grammy for an EGOT. She won yep. her uh, Tony for Fences in the decade. Yeah. Like, last decade. And Widows. When, like, that trailer came out, I was like, I am in. That has Viola yeah. Davis. And she's, like, one of the most serious, like, actresses right now. I don't think she's been in that comedy, right? No, I mean, she was in Night and Day. <laughs> but. Yeah, but no matter what role she is, she is so serious, and she's taking it seriously. Even Suicide you. Squad, a movie that's not really that good. No, not at all. But she gives, like, not a great performance. No, she kind of does in yeah, terms of that yeah. movie. It does feel out of place, though, but it still kind of works, it seems, because it's Viola Davis, mm -hmm. and she knows what to do, even with a not-so-great script, it yeah. seems. Yeah. So that's really, that's the reason why I have her. All right, interesting. Um, why were you shocked to have Just, like, in the top three, like, she wasn't one that I expected to be in there. Like, I, she's had an incredible decade, and all the reasons that you listed her off makes her an incredible actress. I just, like... I wasn't even thinking about her when I, and maybe that's me just overlooking her as an actress. But you're right. I mean, she won an Emmy and an Oscar this year. She got an Emmy nomination decade. this year, which was very surprising. I had no idea why. Yeah, yeah, very surprising. Um, my number four is Nicole Kidman. I won't go too long on here. Well, you should because I didn't really give that many reasons. Nicole Kidman has been in a lot of movies like, way more movies than I thought she's been in. She comes out with, like, two movies every year, it seems. And she just, they're both, like, powerhouse movies. She is in Big Little Lies, which, spoiler, I'm going to get to in a later category on this list. Yeah. And then, um, like, she just gets so many Golden Globe nominations this, this decade. Lion, Destroyer last year. A few more than I'm blinking on now, but I'm sure she got them because the Golden Globes loves her. So she's just she's working more than I think any actress in Hollywood right now, and she's just throwing a hundred and five mile fastball every time she's she's giving a performance. Whether or not, yeah, yeah, All right. she's just yeah. For number three, you might have her higher, which is not the right thing. I have Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay. 
2010, she comes out with Winter's Bone, mm-hmm. a very critically acclaimed movie, mainly because of the performance she gave. She got an Oscar nomination that year. Then she comes out with... I like you, how you said mainly because of the performance she gave. She got an Oscar nomination. Like, that's yeah. not why anybody I mean, gets an Oscar nomination. Then it's either Silver Linings Playbook or American Hustle. I don't, forgot Silver Linings one. Playbook. Silver Game Linings Playbook. She wins, and I think she becomes the youngest actress to ever win. No, at like 20 actress. something. Yeah. At, well, she was 21, I think. When she won 21 it. years old. She's got an Oscar. Then she comes out with American Hustle. Yeah. It seems like she's not going to stop. Then Joy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that another David O. Russell yep, movie? Yep. Another David O. Russell movie. Three of them. Mm-hmm. And all three getting Oscar nominations. Then Hunger Games. Yep. Well, I'm sure it was before. And that just like transformed her into the biggest star on Earth, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because that's that was just like popular book. Popular movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... And, like, what did she come out? She came out with something last year, I thought, right? Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Mother. Mother. Divided movie, but yeah. the people who liked it... Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. So that's the reason why I have her. She had, like, the best beginning part mm-hmm. to any decade, it yeah. seems like, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to shock you? I don't have it on my list. How do you... Okay. I'm joking. Okay. I'm totally lying. <laughs> my number three is Emma Stone. Oh. Emma Stone um, really did do everything this decade. She was in the superhero movie, Amazing Spider-Man. She was in uh, the musical, La La Land, for which she won an Oscar. Did she deserve it, though? That's she's, a topic for another time. That is a topic for another time. She's just so... Uh, I don't know. She's just Emma Stone. Like She became one of the most iconic actresses throughout this decade. And now... She's become, like, now I think, ever since Birdman came out in 2014, she's become a serious actress. And, like, she's getting the credibility she deserves because she does Birdman and she does Battle of the Sexes and she does The Favorite. And she's just giving these incredibly, not always super dramatic performances, maybe in Birdman, yes. But there's also a little bit of humor to them. And and that's what I love about her. And that's why she's my number three. You'll see her coming up soon. Spoiler alert. Number two. I kept flipping number one and number two. My top three. I so many times. Yeah. And I feel like in like two days I'm going to switch it. But for number two, I have Natalie Portman. Okay. She won an Oscar 2010 and has become the most serious act- actress of the decade, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Because Annihilation, I don't think she smiles once in that movie. No. Doesn't seem like it. I don't even think when she's with her husband in that movie she smiles. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really seem like it. She takes everything the perfect amount of seriously. Mm-hmm. And you're just floored when you watch her. Like you're speechless. I was speechless. Yeah. And like that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two I have Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. She was made in this decade. Winner's Bone comes out in two thousand ten. Everyone's like, who is this actress? Goes on to get an Oscar nomination. Does the Hunger Games. Wins for Silver Linings Playbook. Does American Hustle. Is in the X-Men movies. She's been in movies that have made hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office. And hundreds of dollars in the case of Winner's Bone. She got four Oscar nominations this decade. She was This was her decade. She was made in this decade. 
and it's hard to think of actors and specifically the entertainment business without thinking of her and the bright light that she became especially when you see her in silver linings playbook and you, you just have a feeling of i can't i'm so excited for hollywood in the future because of this woman and this actress all right aiden your number one actress of the 2010s once again i could flip it like any day i have emma stone Specifically because she did everything. Like, pretty much the same reasons you said. She did the musical. Mm -hmm. She did the drama. She did the zombie comedy. That's right, yeah. She just did everything. And I don't think I can add really anything else than you. So this is very interesting because we all, we have the same three actresses in our top three. It's just different variations. My number one is Natalie Portman. Um, She wins for Black Swan. She should have won again for Jackie. Absolutely. But she didn't win for Jackie. I think that there's no question that she's the greatest actress of the 2010s if she wins for Jackie. But Black Swan, Jackie, Annihilation, three of my favorite movies of the decade, and she's incredible in every single one of them. And I don't think she did a movie this decade where I'm like, that was awful, I'm never going to watch that again. Even No Strings Attached with Ashton Kutcher, which was an okay movie, she's... She's still really good. 